It's the S&M Experience with the S&M Experience. Good afternoon, evening. I don't know when you're listening to this. Good morning. I'll cover all the bases. What's up? Ooh, what's up? Welcome to the SNM Experience with the SNM Experience. It's me, Steven. I'm your host for today. As always, uh, we don't prepare things, and my unprepared friends have joined me. My friends, Matthew Miner. Hello. And Louise Chonky Gravy. What's up? Oh, yeah, we're taking it back to the early 2000s with a little commercial from... The Budweiser. What's up? What's up? Uh, let us know your favorite Super Bowl ads from years past in the comments. On the show, one thing we like to do uh, every episode is help out one of our valued listeners. Um, they send in a question, looking for some advice, looking to solve a problem. We like to answer those questions. Today's question, I will read thus. Last Tuesday, I was on a Bumble date. Parentheses. I don't do Tinder for obvious theological reasons. Close parentheses. Chelsea was great, and the date was the best I'd been on. We are an astrological match. She understood all my growing pains references, and the waiter didn't spill my chocolate milk. The conversation was fantastic until she asked me what kind of ice cream I am. Like, what? I am a man, not an ice cream. Is she stupid? My hands weren't even cold. I pretended I had a ruptured spleen and got out of there immediately. But now she's asking about a second date, and I don't actually have any other matches. What should I do? That is a question from Goof Copernicus from Paris County, Ontario. Goof, uh, I feel you. Let's, 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 I'll go to the team. What are your thoughts on this, uh, Matt? Maybe it is a question, like, you're asking is she stupid because she thought it was an ice cream, but maybe she's just lactose intolerant and had a really bad experience in the past, and she just wants to be double sure. Like, there's a very low chance that you're actually an ice cream, you're not a man, but you got to be safe, right? Yeah. Um, you know, what stands out to me here is that you pretended to have a ruptured spleen. Uh... What happened then? You know what I mean? She's asking for a second date, but did she accompany you to the hospital? You know, you may have no other Tinder matches, but I think you might be alone forever, Goof Goof Copernicus, because, you know, this person is only interested in... uh, She sounds like a serial dater, you know? So... She didn't well, what's interesting that. about that, about that, Louise, is that she didn't ask what cereal he is. She asked what ice cream. I don't think she is a cereal dater. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wonder. Like, he, he wonders if she's stupid. I'm also curious. I mean, I mean, she felt for the the ruptured spleen gambit here and didn't follow up. She's asking for a second date. It seems pretty soon after. That's a yeah. you know, a major a major operation to have. But my question. So I'm I'm on a couple of dating apps. Uh, you know, I'm often in a similar scenario where I also don't have many other matches. Um, but one thing I see a lot is uh, people use uh, photos that are um, there from some other app where, you know, mm-hmm. there's like a sparkle around their face or they're maybe they're shaped like something else. So maybe I have to wonder if Goof uh, might have had one of these uh, altered photographs where he's maybe looking like an ice cream 
or like a, a frozen yogurt perhaps and she's just very confused and thinks that you're actually some sort of ice cream werewolf and you turn into ice cream on certain nights maybe when the a new moon when it's like the moon is empty I like you're that filled up with ice cream I like that thought she might just like take things really literally too like uh, oh you're a real snack and her favorite mm. snack is ice cream so what kind are you Here's another thought. If she does, if Chelsea does think that goof is an ice cream, is that such a bad thing? Everybody loves ice cream. We all want a piece of that action. That might just, she thinks you're a catch, you know? Mm-hmm. I think Goof really needs to look at his options here. And I think I'm going to look at my options on Bumble and try to find Chelsea. Yeah. Because I am a rocky road. <laughs> <laughs> and you love growing pains, so she'll get that. Yeah. Yeah. I just hope she's not a Scorpio. <laughs> oh, yeah. That'd be bad. Oh, boy. I bet Goof's a Leo. Oh, Leos. Don't get me started. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh, speaking of Leos, that brings us to our theme for this episode. The devil is in the details. It's time for a sketch. It's time for a sketch. Oh, yeah. Today's sketch is called The Neighbors. We're inside, in a house. It's a daytime. Georgina sits on the couch, watching her stories. A noise outside catches her attention. In an instant, she's at the window, peeking through the curtains. Oh my, what do we got going on here? She hurries to grab her cordless phone and rushes back to the window while dialing. Hello? Iris, something's happening across the street. Inside, Iris's day. Iris is already at the window, peeking out through the curtains. Oh my, what have we got going on here? A real hubbub over here. Lots of commotion. I bet he finally snapped and murdered her. What? What are you talking about? It's very clearly a murder. I watched Dateline. I know the signs. The husband always did it. What do you got nuts for brains? You're losing it. He didn't kill her. You're right. They're obviously cooking meth in there. Meth? Yeah, you know, Uncle Bam Bam, Saborski, Chitta Chatter. A Walmart omelet. Those are street names. Oh, you're crazy. Do you see the suits he wears? He's a real Hannibal Lecter type. I said cooking meth, not doing meth. What, we're judging books by the covers now? That would explain your book club choices. Wow. I had to say it. You can do better than Dan Brown. Whatever. If they're not making meth, why did he bring home all those Rubbermaid totes and bins? Obviously, to get rid of her body. To get rid... All of that Rubbermaid for one body? Maybe there's more than one. It's not his first wife. Or even his second. Oh, please. He only had one wife before. She just had plastic surgery. The expensive kind they can do with meth money. It wasn't plastic surgery. He probably cut her face off and wore it like a mask. I can't believe we've been living across the street from a psycho. Oh, someone else is calling. Hello? Hello? Agnes. You watching what's happening across the street? Enter Agnes's day. Agnes is at her window, creeping. Oh my, yes. What do we got going on here? I say the deal in meth. Georgina says it's murder. No way. You two are out of your minds. I don't know how you come up with this stuff. It's definitely a demonic possession. Demonic? Possession? Bingo. I think one of the cops had a priest collar on. They're exorcist cops. Probably sent from the Vatican. The devil is back in town, baby. The devil? 
In here, I thought your husband was dead. Well, if he is back, it wouldn't be the first time I caught him inside a younger woman. Demons. Sheesh. You're losing it. Am I? What were all those horrible screams I heard coming from their house? That was probably her screaming bloody murder while she was getting chopped up with an axe. No way. It was the demon taking over her body. I've heard him talking. He's mentioned some Zendaya many times. That's probably who possessed her. No, no, no. Let's see what Millie thinks. Georgina dials up Millie. Millie is looking out her window. Her phone rings. She snatches it up. Hello? Millie, you seen what's happening across the street? Yeah, pretty quiet today. Quiet? Which house you looking at? The one across from mine. Miss Dumby's riding her petunias. No, look at the place across from my house. Millie turns her head slightly left. Oh my, what have we got going on here? Quite the commotion, huh? It was only a matter of time before the world found out about those crab people. The what now? Genetically modified crab people. They're making them in the basement. I saw him bring home a bunch of sand once. What else could they be making over there? Agnes's dry-ass meatloaf? Meatloaf is supposed to be dry. It's like a sponge. It soaks up the bad juices inside of you. Okay, that's the craziest thing I've heard all day. No, the sand is because they're building a gazebo in the backyard. Oh, that's right. He told us about that. Yeah, the kind of gazebo you build to cover up where you buried your wife's mutilated corpse. No, the kind of secret panels built in to hide your stash of Mr. Saturday Night. Huh? Mr. Saturday Night. Billy Crystal. Crystal. Crystal meth. Meth. You guys gotta learn the lingo. There's a meth den across the street. It's not a meth den. The sand was probably from Israel. Brought here from the Holy Land to keep Sendaya at bay. It's for the crab people. They need to build shelters out of sand. Have you noticed there's not as many squirrels around here as there once were? They're eating them. Working their way up the food chain. Betsy Biminis and Bob Rainey is going to be next. I wouldn't complain if that yappy bitch disappeared. I wouldn't miss her dog either. I'm calling Herb. Iris calls Herb. Interior. Herb's house. Day. Herb picks up the phone. Herb! Are you seeing what's going on outside? Herb pushes aside a curtain. Oh my, what do we got going on here? More rain. Rain? It's not raining. Are you just staring at your shower again? Am I? He is in fact in his bathroom staring at the shower he left running. Oh, oh look, she's coming out, she's got a bag. Full of hillbilly chicklets, I bet. Oh my, Mrs. Biggins just kissed that police officer. Open mouth from what I can see. That's Gek. Oh, wait, is that... Oh, that's Mr. Biggins. Oh, yeah, Mr. Biggins. I forgot he's a police officer. Ah, that's right. He's been on the force for 20 years. Pillar of the community. Must have forgot his lunch. He does forget his lunch a lot. Oh, my goodness. Take a look at what's going on at Mrs. Dumpy's. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh, what do we got going what on here? What's happening over there? And scene. Hey. Yeah. I like that one. I like that one too. The drama. It reminds me of what I'm going to be like when I'm old and have neighbors I can stare out at. And now, a word from our sponsor. 
Today's sponsor is one of our favorite sponsors. It's Grandma Gertie's Canned Noodles. Hello, my dearies. My name is Grandma Gertie from Grandma Gertie's Canned Noodles. We have some wonderful new flavors that you're going to really love. Uh, new flavors like spicy pork and beans. We have turkey. We have tofurkey. We have cool ranch. Lemon. Applebee's. Cinnamon toast slurp. Mmm. Bench gum. Mom's spaghetti. We have wheat. We have whole wheat. We have whole wheat. Cool noodles. Paper mache pinata. <laughs> Fun for parties. We have existential crisis. We have the flavor of guns. The flavor of masculine insecurity. We have the flavor of Africa. We have are those snakes? <laughs> we have sweaty bus boy. We have lighter fluid. We have my personal favorite, Robert De Niro's tears. And of course, Greek chicken. Now, if you use the code GRANNYCANS, you can get 10% off Grandma Gertie's canned noodles. Also, I'm on TikTok. Look me up, bitches. Welcome back, everybody. Oh, Grandma Gertie's. Do you guys have a favorite flavor of uh, Grandma Gertie's canned noodles? I'm excited to try Africa. Mm, I, uh, I like the lemon. Mm-hmm. I'm curious about bench gum. I want to see if that tastes like real bench gum. Yeah. Um, coming up uh, right now, uh, we've got an interview with somebody. Uh, their name is Bjorn... Bjornban, the Merciless, bow before me. Whoa, okay. Uh, you, female, bow. Absolutely not. What is going uh, on? What's going on here? Your I don't know. insolence will not be tolerated. Okay, bud, you're pretty funny. I don't know, are you like an actor? I am not some actor, and I am not humorous. Your costume is really amazing, though. It looks like kind of shimmers. Wild. These are my clothes. My armor. Yeah, for like Comic-Con. Like... Comic-Con? What is this? I don't know. Like, is that... He's good, guys. Steve, did, you? did you book him? Yeah, who booked this guy? No, I, uh, he just kind of showed up. There's oh. some sort of like light that happened. What? Yeah, there was like a light. Yes, I came from another dimension. Uh-huh. I am here to conquer your world. Your Comic-Con, it will soon be Comic-Gone. <laughs> Wait, when are you, so you're destroying the world. When are you going to do this? As soon as possible. Your world will tremble in fear as my forces come forth from the nether realm. Okay, could you maybe do it next week? We got this... There's a wedding this weekend. Oh and God! It's gonna be such a shit show. I don't even know. If, what? Is, what? What? Can you believe? Can you believe that Becky was invited? Like, how could after all what? that happened? Yeah, I don't know. What? Don't what? Know. Ha- what happened? Who's? Who's Becky? Oh, okay. So the bride and groom. Um, the, the groom used to be dating Becky. And, and now, he invited her. Yeah, he invited his ex <laughs> to the wedding. Uh oh. Yeah, they right? dated for like more than six months. 
Yeah. Oh, that's that's serious. I don't know about where you guys, your world, but in my world, that is serious. Yeah. Yeah. And can you believe she started spreading those rumors right after they broke up? <laughs> I. What? What are these rumors? Okay, so I, you can't tell anyone. Like, Who am I going to tell? I'm going to slaughter this entire planet. Okay, but so there's this rumor that uh-huh. uh, that they got an STD, right? And, and whoa, yeah, a I mean, Scandarmy sure and Tyranny Dragon. No, no, like a sexually transmitted disease. Oh, from Becky. Yeah, so Becky and Jeff. Um, uh-huh. Well, okay, who's so, Jeff? Jeff was the groom, but at the time they oh, were okay. dating. But Jeff got this STD mysteriously from someone else, not uh, Becky. Oh, Jeff's playing all the fields. He's going from one realm to another. Well, and he does not care who he picks up along the way. But that's the thing. We're not actually sure if that's true or not. We're, we also think that maybe Becky just spread these rumors to kind of, you know, discredit him. We're not sure. Like, we're just taking her word for it. Oh. It's, it's his word against hers. Is Becky untrustworthy? If you ask Christina, yes, I would say that. Who's Christina? Christina is one of the bridesmaids who like really doesn't get along with Becky. Sounds like me and Gimtar. <laughs> Who's that? I would slice his head off. Oh, at my wedding, Gimtar, he shows up drunk on bourbon <laughs> we have bourbon where I come from too <laughs> <laughs> and he starts peeing in the ornamental fountain oh, which geez. was a gift from my bride to be that sounds so similar to what Derek did at the bachelor party ooh yeah. dish bish what happened okay so they were in Vegas right and there's a chocolate fountain and I guess there's a dare or something I don't know I wasn't involved I was there but I wasn't involved I swear and he peed in the chocolate fountain, and they never told anyone. And so I guess guests have just been drinking chocolate pee forever now. You know what, though? I was really, you know, I'm sad, Bjorg Ben, that you're here because I was. Bjorg Ben! Yeah. I'm sad because if you're for real, we're not going to be able to see the groom's mom at this wedding because what? she is just something else. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What is she? Is she like? She's just um, abrasive and can be a little. Um, she like flirts with people, you know, like ev- uh, everyone she meets, she kind of flirts with in a. This is where Jeff gets it from, perhaps. Yeah, did you hear about it? The, the mom and Frank. And what, Frank? Yeah, there's not Frank. It, it might have been a thing. I, Frank's the be- Frank's the best man. <gasps> oh, girlfriend, please. And so the rumor is that, you know, they had a bit of a romantic connection the night before the bachelor party. That is juicy. With the groom's mom? Uh, Frank's into older ladies. I mean, you heard him say so at their board game night. Oh, my goodness. Guys, would I... I haven't quite assembled my masses yet, so maybe... I'll hold off. Um, would I, I don't know, is there a way I could, do you have like a plus one? Yeah, I mean, I don't have a guest to bring. You can come with me. Yeah, I kind of, this, 
Oh, this sounds like it's going to be a, a, a crazier night than my night ravaging the Trandurian forests. <laughs> do you do you have something to dress up in, though, other than your... I mean, what you're wearing is really groovy, but it, it's more of a black tie event. Oh, I have a tuxedo. Don't worry. Oh, great. Well, this sounds fun. Uh, is there a vegan option? I think so. Okay, cool. I'll ask. I'll make uh, sure. I'll ask for you. All right. Sounds good. I'll just, uh, I'll just come back through this portal. Okay. Uh, yeah. Great. Check in. That's cool. All right, <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> oh, it's gonna blow up in his face. I cannot wait. Uh, your Earth realm is safe for now. Huh. Wow. I don't know any of these people. Ditch it or ditch it. Okay. Well, that was a, an interesting fellow we just met. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing we like to do on the show is a little segment called Pitch or Ditch It, where we pitch, or maybe ditch, the next great Hollywood film. Um, it's this time of year again where the Olympics are happening and we're inspired again to make a sports movie because I feel like we did this before. Yep. Sports movies. You got classics like Rudy, Rocky, Airbud, Angels in the Outfield. So what do you got in so what do you got in sports movies? What are some of the tropes in sports movies? You got sometimes underdogs. Yep. Looney Tunes. What, they're in the movies? Is that a trope? Yeah. <laughs> every, every, every sports movie, there's always a Looney Tune. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Has there been many theological sport crossovers like Angels in the Outfield? Because I feel like there could be more, right? That's a ripe genre that's only been attacked like one time. Okay. Everyone wants a bit it, of... How is it going to be different? Yeah. Well, it's like uh, track and field plus... Plus Satan and God battling it out. You know what I mean? What if Jesus gets sent back to Earth like as a Messiah again, but he winds up as a track and field guy? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's pretty out there. Okay, so that's all my spaghetti I've thrown at the wall. None of it's stuck. Let's continue. What's a... Saint what if there's on... an Italian Saints, Saints on court. <laughs> yeah, okay. What if it's a bit of... Okay. Yeah, we're talking basketball. <laughs> We're talking. Oh no, he's, he got more spaghetti. Okay, <laughs> one team. Mamma mia! <laughs> Matt, the wall is not. It's not going to stick. <laughs> okay, no, we're talking basketball though. One team has Satan on it, personified, <laughs> and if they win this game, this big game, then Satan's going to take over the world. So they have to put on uh, the opposite of Satan, you know, on the court here's, on the other side. They all have to I, dress I will, as angels. <laughs> I will say, okay, if we're going to do something like an Angels in the Outfield, but it's Angels on the Card Court, the only thing I will say that we need to do then is have someone try to dunk the basketball into a halo. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's ditch that whole idea. I think it's stupid. (laughs) Okay. All right, should we start at square one again? Find a new sport that hasn't been covered? I think we should, too. These are all stupid ideas on my part. I'm sorry, everyone. Um, Well, let's get some initials and see if that can get anything. Louise... (laughs) Who is your uh, favorite actor at the moment? Mm, Jamie Dornan. So, JD. JD. Just Dance. 
Yeah, I thought of Just Dance too, which is a game series. Maybe it could be a game, a that movie based on the game. A sport. There are a lot of dance movies, though. There are. Or what There's about like Five Step Ups? Mm, okay, yeah. Mm. Just darts. It's about darts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's the last great darts movie? It's for this is a movie that we build exclusively for dads. Yeah. It's, it's like, do you like war movies? Then you're gonna love Just Darts. <laughs> Could we really lean into the whole dad aspect and set it during like World War Two? <laughs> that they're at home playing darts. Wouldn't they just be at war? What if? Okay. What if they're prisoners of war? They're in a German camp, right? Ooh, it's a it's a victory. Yeah, and so and they kind of get a bit of a camaraderie with the German uh, captors, and they challenge them to like a darts competition. And be like, hey, if we win, you let us walk, <laughs> right? So like, there's a lot of riding on this darts competition. I feel like the last movie we did do us. I feel like we did do a sport movie, but it was a NASCAR movie because we were talking oh, okay. about dads in NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> We've done this before. We just come up with all the dad tropes. We're maybe. like, wow, we did it. It all leads to dad movies. Whew, sports is hard. Okay, but what if one of the darts people <laughs> is Satan? <laughs> right? Why don't we, let's focus, what's a mom movie? What's a sports moms would like to see? Tennis. Yeah, yeah. tennis. It's about rom-com. Ten- I did like I did like the uh, 15, 30, 40 love. Yeah, or yeah. we could do it about if we're trying. Because you, you find it's this two couple. They meet uh, at 15. They're young, awkward, mm-hmm. and we flash forward. Now he's a he's a championship uh, tennis pro. Yeah. He's like on the circuit. He's crushing it. He bumps into her again. His romance right now that he's, he's like with some model, it's not going that well. Mm-hmm. He finds her again. She's working at the Open again. They hook up. It looks like they're going to make it, but then... He tears his Achilles. Oh no, he loses it. He loses his endorsements. He might not play ever again. But then he starts making a comeback at 40. And it's like the underdog story. Here he comes, age 40. This guy, everyone forgot about him. He was a bad boy. Now he's a good boy. Everyone's rooting for him. That girl's there again. And he's like, this is my only chance to win the, the Open. And I need to do this. And nobody thinks I can do it because I'm old. And I got a bum leg. And I've got two kids and I'm divorced, but I know I can do it because I've got you. And part of me doesn't even care if I win anymore because the only ace I want to serve is you. That's amazing. Can I add one small tweak? She's the devil. (laughs) I was going to say they're playing against the devil, but yeah, you got where I'm going with that. (laughs) Alternatively, we could also do it that like if we're looking at women's wish fulfillment, Oh my god, I just came up with a movie. Okay, so the women's wish fulfillment of like Sex in the City Madness is actually like women, <laughs> like there's this woman in the movie, it's a rom-com for sports, but she is getting tennis lessons from none other than Henry Cavill. Okay, so Henry Cavill is, and this is, yeah, this is like in the trailer, Henry Cavill is the tennis teacher. What is a coach? The tennis coach. <laughs> A, it's like a it's like a comedy romance where like he's the coach. <laughs> Louise, is this a movie idea or <laughs> just a? Fantasy? He just like he just like shows her and he has to like take his shirt off because it's hot and she spills her like her lemonade on him and he's just he's like listening <laughs> and he's just like 
you want me to show you how to serve? And she's like, you can serve me anytime, Henry Cavill. How did you know? Yes, that's exactly how the movie goes. And then in the middle of it, he just turns into Jamie Dornan, like for no reason at all. And, and now the- his pants his pants fall off, and he's just like, oh, sorry, I have to hit the showers. Why don't you come in, and I can show you proper tennis technique in the shower with me. That'd be great. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly this movie. You know, I'm moms telling are you, gonna love that. if yeah. we made that movie, it would be the biggest hit of, the, like, three years. It would be huge. It'd be like who's, J- who's, at the end, who's at the end of the movie? Jamie Dornan. You don't switch from him. So it'd be like, Jamie Dornan <laughs> Sorry, is- I forgot. That's that's the fucking stupidest thing I've ever thought. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, Why would I say Dornan something so fucking stupid? The tennis coach. So the start of the trailer says Henry Cavill is the tennis coach. Yeah. Is this like... Is it a like a twist that he changes, <laughs> or do they just not address it at all? Completely unexplained. <laughs> I don't know. I really went through like the movie's just the, uh, the movie's just the screen test for the actor for this movie. Just different hot British guys getting sweaty. And then at the end, he changes to movies. no. You're right. You're right. You're right. It switches to Idris Elba by the Oh, end. never mind. It wasn't the stupidest fucking idea. We did. We had it. We had it figured out. We found it. We found it. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna go with fifteen to love. I thought that was the movie that fit C pitch, but now that now that we got the tennis coach where basically I mean this- you could do it where at fifteen he's Henry Cavill, thirty he's Jamie Dornan, and then at forty he's Idris Elba. I mean, wasn't there that movie where you were telling me about this movie where what's his name? The 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 singer. Everyone plays him. Oh, uh, oh, Bob, Bob Dylan. Yeah, Bob yeah Dylan. Uh, if that can happen, what the hell? You can make any movie you want. I'm not there, I think it was called. I'm, yeah, well. Louise is there if she's getting tennis lessons from Henry Cavill, <laughs> Jamie Dornan, Idris Elba. She's going to be there. <laughs> I mean, this is. She's going to be a puddle on the floor. She's not going to be moving. <laughs> <laughs> this is the movie I got most excited about out of all that spaghetti on the wall. Okay. <laughs> You were like, for, we were just focused on the wrong demographic the whole time. We were like, we're a sports movie. We didn't moms. have an audience. And when you make the audience moms, you got a movie. We got it. <laughs> Figured it out. All right. Look for the <laughs> tennis instructor coming soon. The tennis coach. Is he the starring. instructor or the coach? Which one is like more I legit? don't think it matters. What would you go really see? Matters. We were going to make a movie for dads, literally called, what was it, like the darts thing? Just darts. Just. <laughs> World War darts. Yeah. <laughs> but... World War darts. Can you imagine? Just a <laughs> I just know there'd be like. We, just we, darts. <laughs> Dad's opening up the newspaper, seeing a full-page poster for World War Darts. World War, World War Darts? Barbara. Barbara, we got, we got to go to the movie theater. Stop cooking the bacon. World War Darts? No, no, no. I want to see the tennis coach or instructor, whatever the hell it is. I just... That theater's going to have to change their, their seating covers after that one. <laughs> Do you think that Tennis Instructor should be like a serious movie, like a drama? <laughs> you tell me, I don't know. It feels like there's no plot to it at all. What have we got so far? It's like the movie about Bob it's Dylan. It's just... 
But every scene is him teaching, is a new hunk teaching how to play tennis. In various states of undress. Just under the hot July sun, he's getting real sweaty. All right, there we go. Look for the tennis instructor coming soon to a theater near you. All righty. Well, sports movies maybe aren't our bag, but this was a fun episode. Do you have fun? No. I was asking the listener, Louise. God damn it. Okay. (sighs) I did have fun. Um, I hope you had fun, too. Uh, And if you want to have more fun with us, uh, you can listen to this podcast all the time on Spotify, uh, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts. Um, We also have another really fun podcast called Corntown. Uh, It's a true crime parody podcast. Real fun. We're hard at work on season two right now. It's uh, percolating. If you're more into uh, visual comedy, we also have our YouTube channel. We post videos every month. Uh, Just the SM Experience on YouTube. We also have a Twitter at the SM EXP. uh, An Instagram at the SM Experience. And we're on Facebook, but it's going down the drain. Uh, We also have a Tumblr. That's fun. Remember Tumblr? Uh, Anyways, hey, guys. Seriously. From the bottom of our hearts. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. It's really made our day. Sometimes we're three sad little puppies just sitting in an adoption shelter seeing all the other puppies getting adopted wondering when it's going to be our turn and then we see a, we got a like and it just turns our day around. It's like we were that puppy picked to get out of that shelter and we're just we're hopping we're jumping we're smiling for joy so thank you thank you we'll see you next time steve are you crying no i'm fine i'm good it looks like you're crying i'm not you guys are crying probably it's from your eyes okay we're we're gonna see you next time Okay, goodbye from 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 me and Louise and Matt Minor. We'll see you next time. This is really an experience. Okay. Okay, bye. I'm vacuuming. This is vacuum sounds like. This has been an SM Experience Production. Special thanks to Grandma Gertie's canned noodles and limp noodles everywhere.